we're guaranteed adversity. I mean, it's a guarantee. So if we pretend like it's not going to happen, it might be a little tougher whenever it hits you in the face. Welcome to Athletes Doing Good Podcast. I'm Shelly Seward, president of Capture Sports Marketing. And I'm sports reporter Jen Latta. The Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation is dedicated to preventing cancer, providing the best care to those fighting it, and finding a cure. Cancer impacts way too many people's lives. When I heard that every day, approximately 4,900 people hear the words, you've got cancer, I was shocked. That's why Green Bay Packers kicker Mason Crosby and his wife Molly want to raise awareness and money to continue the fight against cancer so no one ever has to hear those words again. Today, Mason gives us a glimpse at how cancer has impacted his loved ones, his time with the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation, and the upcoming Packers versus Cancer campaign. Mason's commitment to the fight against cancer is just one example of how he is an athlete doing good. To join Athletes in Doing Good, text ADG2020 to 76278 and donate today. The Athletes Podcast with the most downloads each month will receive the money raised for his or her charity. Mason, thanks for joining us today. And another year of Packers versus Cancer is coming up. And on behalf of the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation, thank you for once again being the ambassador. Of course. It's a true honor. And obviously, cancer has affected our lives immensely, especially in this past year. And it's just something that's really important to Molly and I to continue to raise awareness and raise money to fight it. The more we can do, I'm going to try to give our best effort. Oh, thank you. Just over 10 years ago, you first became involved in the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation and have been involved since. Is that correct? I think 10 years ago was when I became the co-chair for the golf event. Prior to that, I was fortunate enough to, to go to the event. I think I might have only missed it one year. It was during the, the lockout in 2011. Other than that, I, I feel like I was, I was kind of always a staple. I, I have some pictures of when my son was a newborn baby with Barton Cherry Star that uh, will cherish those forever. Those are uh, legendary pictures and just so many fond memories of that event and, uh, and my involvement with it. How special has your relationship been with Barton Cherry? Oh, man. Two of the people that you know, my wife and I look up to the most. I mean, the way that they handled themselves in the community kind of constantly, they stay connected even after all the time had passed that, you know, Bart hadn't been here in, in any regard as a coach or a player. They just did things the right way. And I obviously, you know, Cherry, I got to see her in March before everything shut down with the pandemic and what a special time. I mean, she is just uh, still a ball of energy, has uh, such an amazing smile and such a great heart. She was trying to help us and serve us with things. It's like, oh my gosh, like just She's just an amazing person. I know Molly, my wife, tries to emulate her whenever we get up and speak. She does a good job of boosting me up and, uh, you know, uh, saying nice, kind words, uh, you know, to, to kind of lead the way. And we've learned a lot from them and uh, they will always be an example to us. I know that she thinks so fondly of both of you. So she said to, to make sure to say hello. No, that's great. 
Mason, how much are you aware of the uniqueness of your position and the way that the community has embraced you? When you think about football, certainly at the professional level, there's a long list of players and positions that often get the accolades and recognition. But because you've been in Green Bay for so long, you are somebody that the fans have really wrapped their arms around. How does that make you feel? You know, it's special. That was uh, part of the decision to resign, just to make sure that got done. We talk about the, the legacy of Barton Cherry Star and what their legacy on and off the field was. And I just hope at the end of the day, whenever I'm done playing this game, that people can look back and say, man, he, he was a good kicker, but he did things the right way and off the field as well. And he helped in his community and he tried to make a, you know, a difference in this world. And uh, that's my goal. I was fortunate enough to be raised that way by my parents and just do something outside yourself that doesn't necessarily fulfill you or, you know, give you something like in return, just make sure that uh, you continue to give back and serve the community that you live in. In what ways did they teach that lesson? What were some of the things they asked of you when you were younger? Well, kind of by an example, whenever I was in eighth grade, a young man was kind of left homeless in our hometown and uh, was bouncing around and he kind of kept hanging out at our house uh, quite a bit. And I saw my parents take someone in. I have a younger brother and older sister and we, we took this young man in and kind of made him part of our family and the heart of, of giving and, uh, and sharing is something that I learned a lot from. My mom runs a, a non-for-profit in my hometown in Georgetown. Just kind of a, a life of just trying to help others and come alongside people and, and be there as a support and uh, know that we all fall on tough times. So whenever uh, whenever it's in reverse, you build those relationships and those connections that uh, those people will be there to, that you can lean on whenever you need them as well. So very, very true. You talked a little bit about the importance of signing again with, with the Packers. What does it mean to you that the organization has continuously stepped up? And in, the, in this instance, you know, this is the fourth year for Packers versus Cancer that they have chosen to support the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation. Yeah, it says a lot about kind of both sides, the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation, what they're about, and the way that every aspect of what they do to to fight cancer, from the research to the prevention, just fighting it whenever people are diagnosed, every step of the way, they're going to be there to try to, to help. We saw it firsthand as soon as, you know, uh, Molly was diagnosed last year with her lung tumor. I, I reached out to, to Ben Haas and uh, to, to some of the, the people there at the uh, Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation and just quickly, you know, they're trying to find answers and, you know, talk to people and just the, the support that they gave us was was outstanding. And uh, so it says a lot about what that organization is and what they're about. And then obviously with the Packers, I don't know any different. <laughs> you hear things, uh, but this place is, is special. And then, you know, what they do, we take pride in being good stewards of our community and like uh, of the fans and the people that support us all the time. We need to continue to give back and to make sure that we're building that up alongside them as well. The Packers do an, an amazing job. And this year, I have the hat somewhere. <laughs> Gotta give the plug, you know. Gotta so, give the plug, yes, yeah. please. <laughs> and I don't know if you see the picture behind me. It's uh, I did this on purpose. I did notice that right away. So we got the hat here. These are pretty awesome, the, the knit hats. So perfect timing as the weather starts kind of cooling off. $5 of every sale in the pro shop goes to the Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation. And in that time, you can also donate more and continue to help the cause. 
For those people who cannot see what's behind you, describe the photograph that you're talking about. The picture behind me is uh, Vince Lombardi, Bart Starr, Paul Horning, and Jim Taylor and Boyd Daller. So just an old black and white picture. They all signed it. Everyone but Vince. Vince, I don't have Vince Lombardi's autograph on there, but it's, uh, it's a special one I got in the auction. Honestly, if you came in my office right now, I, I am... I'm probably one of the biggest Bart Starr fans. <laughs> I, have I was going to say. Bart Starr jersey on the wall. And, uh, so I, I try to pick up those you know, cool memorabilia. You know, a lot of this, some of it happened early on. And uh, I think I bought maybe one or both of these at the Lombardi Cancer Golf event. So they're special pieces. And it's, it's something that's uh, just kind of like I talked about legacy and like what that's about. And, uh, you know, being a Packer uh, for so long is it's very important to me and it's special to our family. So, uh, you know, I don't take it lightly. When did you realize that maybe being in Green Bay was going to be different than any other experience? I know you said you don't know anything else. It's like when people ask me, well, is it harder being a woman in sports? And I have to politely tell them, well, I have no idea what it's like to be a man in sports. So I need to tell you what this experience is like. But um, what is it about Green Bay that you feel like separates it from some of the other franchises in the NFL? I think it is, it's the uniqueness that we don't have an, an owner. We have a feeling of ownership of all of our fans through our community, through the state of Wisconsin, all across the country. And I met people internationally. I mean, it's a internationally cheered organization that people just feel this ownership in because we don't have an actual owner. So that's just kind of like a base level difference, I would say. And then not having fans in the stands right now and what Lambo usually feels like is is very unique because uh, just that, that Sunday when you run out on the field and you just feel the energy from the, the packed stadium and the fact that we've been sold out and our our season ticket you know, wait list is 75 years in the waiting. Uh, so all those little things, it just kind of all piles up together and uh, just makes this place so special. And uh, I, I believe on my side of things in the building, just the, the attention to detail and the fact that we, we really take care of all the things that we need. It, it almost feels more like a college uh, type feel where you know, the facilities are top notch. They're going to make sure that we have the best food, all the thing, because without an owner, it's just make sure that we're, we're taken care of and we can go out there and do our job. We have everything we need to go out and be successful. So I can't imagine, uh, you know, being anywhere else. You know, being born and raised in Wisconsin, clearly a Packer fan, but having gone to school in Green Bay, it was like another level that there's truly nobody driving on the streets during a Packer game. Like the streets are empty because everybody is tuned in. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's probably eerie. It is. It was very eerie. And like I said, growing up in the Milwaukee area, you thought you were a Packer fan. And then you went up to Green Bay and you're like, whoa, another level. <laughs> I, I've never lived in like a really like big city. So like I'm somewhat of a small town guy by nature. So I love the fact that I can leave my house even on normal, you know, normal seasons. I leave my house, you know, 15, 20 minutes before I like need to be in the building on game day and just cruise in. <laughs> Traffic's never bad. Well, after a game is the only time there's traffic in Green Bay where you have to like, you know, bump the brakes a little bit. Another thing you said about Green Bay being unique, even different than Milwaukee or other places is that I think there's this 
protective mindset of like the fans and the people that live in Green Bay. It's like, this is our team. This is, you know, these guys like will look out for you. Like, I feel like when I go to restaurants, that kind of thing, you can tell if someone's from out of town that's like in or if some, you know, it's like, there's just kind of a different mentality and it's kind of a fun aspect of being here. You talked earlier about how cancer has touched your family between Molly and with your sister-in-law, Brittany, and other members of your family. How has it been as you've, as you've gotten older and as you've been exposed to different, all of the different things someone that is going through cancer goes through? How, is, how have you been able to handle it? Man, yeah, 2019 was a, was a heavy year. It, uh, there was a lot going on professionally with my job and then with Molly being diagnosed with uh, the lung tumor and then yeah, the, some of the saddest uh, times of my life being with my brother when his wife Brittany died and going through that. She battled for, for a long time. We had all kind of been in it for a long time and then uh, just how it ended and that, uh, that she's not with us anymore. Just is, it weighs heavy on us all the time. My, my brother's actually coming up here this next week and some time with him during the bye week, which will be great. Honestly, probably somewhat of a blessing without the, you know, without the uh, fans being, you know, able to come to games and stuff like that. He chose to come during the bye week so we could actually, you know, hang a little bit more, but yeah, it, it is not easy, and it's another reason why I'm so motivated always to do what I can to speak into it, uh, help raise money, help raise awareness, especially in this time. With COVID-19 and the pandemic that's uh, that's gone on, we cannot overlook the fact that people are still fighting for their lives with cancer and with other things, and we need to continue to work together and team up to make sure that... Uh, People feel supported, feel uh, feel like they're getting the treatment and the help that they need to uh, continue to fight whatever they're they're going through. Mason, what advice or suggestions would you give somebody who is in the thick of it right now, who either has a family member that was diagnosed? Or I'm I'm thinking that you may have some some helpful suggestions on how to get through something like that. Man, yeah, I I would just say lean into relationship. Don't don't. Obviously, that's another thing in this time. It's so hard. If you're able to be around people that you feel like you can trust and that are safe during this pandemic, to, to lean into those relationships. Don't isolate yourself away. If, if you have to be alone, make sure to get on FaceTime, get on calls, stay connected because um, you know people, relationships are what kind of help us through this. Continue to get the support and the, the guidance that's needed to fight something because we're not built to do it alone. We're not built to go down this, uh, this life by ourselves. So I, through my time here in Green Bay and through experiences on and off the field, I mean, it always comes back to me on developing and, and, and trying to pursue strong, great, lasting relationships because that, that's the only way I can get through a day and get through a, a season is to, to know that I have people in my corner and I'm in their corner and, and we're going to fight through it all together. I think you talk a lot about legacy and impact. And I think of Bart Starr and the legacy and the impact that he has. I think of your sister-in-law, Brittany, and the impact that she made in the legacy. And I think you and Molly should be so proud of the impact and the legacy that you guys are leaving. Well, that means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, Yeah. I I Uh, truly do. You say Bart Starr and Cherry and 
so many things come to mind of like what they are, you know, and same with like Brittany, uh, Brittany took, took cancer and what it was doing to her body and could have laid low and kind of tried to ride it out and try to fight it quietly. But she turned into a rock star. I mean, she took it the other way and her legacy and like that, those three years of her fight is lasting. And, you know, people who have uh, been affected positively in that and the way that she showed that she's going to fight and she's going to go down swinging. She's going to just keep living every day. Uh, You know, it's talk about, I'm kind of getting chills just kind of thinking about her and all that, uh, you know, but her living life on purpose, it's uh, just so, it seems so simple, but it's uh, it is an intentional thing. It's uh, you know that that her and my brother chose to do every day, and they didn't flinch for one moment to the very end. Five years younger than me, my brother. You know, he's my younger brother, but I, I look up and respect him. Look up to him and respect him so much, and then so proud of the husband and the you know the the person that uh, that he was. You know, beside her through that as well, and uh, yeah, talk about a legacy. But Molly and I, we're trying to find ours uh, in our path and our legacy and that journey and um, you know we're going to just keep kind of carving it out but you speak of those you know Bart Starr and Cherry and then you know Reese and Brittany and there are there are heroes and they're the people that we look up to. Well I think you know some of the things and synergies that I see within that is you know faith, fight, willingness to fight and the positive attitude. Sure. I think those are just such amazing factors to have in your life and to be able to live by. Yeah, we're we're guaranteed adversity. I mean, it's a guarantee. So if we pretend like it's not going to happen, it might be a little tougher whenever it hits you in the face. And so I think you don't want to be cynical. You don't want to have, yeah, like a positive attitude about it where it's like, there will be tough times. How am I going to approach it? How am I going to fight it? So yeah, I I think everything is key on that relationship, having a plan, making sure that uh, when that tough time comes that uh, you kind of trigger those responses and make sure that you're continuing to move forward. Absolutely. Well, I just wanted to say thank you for what you are doing for Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation, what the Packers are doing for Vince Lombardi Cancer Foundation, and ultimately the impact that you and Molly are making. Certainly appreciate it. Well, thanks. I appreciate uh, being able to get on and I hope people go out and and buy these hats. I mean, they're awesome. Keep you warm uh, this winter and help raise money for a great cause. You know, it's near and dear to our heart and, you know, we're going to keep pressing to try to try to do as much as we can to, to continue the fight. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Athletes Doing Good. Go to CaptureSportsMarketing.com to listen to other interviews, to hear stories about the person behind the player and the people behind the team who are making an impact on others. To join athletes in doing good, text ADG2020 to 76278 and donate today. The Athletes Podcast with the most downloads each month will receive the money raised for his or her charity.